might want these. So, very welcome to Comic-Con! <laughs> We're actually here. I don't believe it. I don't this believe is a history it. day. The historic <laughs> Max. <laughs> so, the, the sound feels okay? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I like I the crowd's uh, background noise. Pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, I think. That's brilliant. And uh, you can hear it out there? A little bit. Is it a bit low? You go out there, Max, and mm -hmm. see what it's... I'll talk to Kim. Uh, so, Kim, have you been uh, diving lately? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I did a dive on Friday, actually. Uh, not Friday, Thursday. That sounds good. It was very cold. How does it sound, Max? Louder? Or do we have to speak louder? No, but we can't sit and scream at all. Yeah, that wouldn't work. So no. we want them to be able to talk, relax. Like I think this it's one. good. Yeah, I think it's good okay. because I mean, oh, hey, hey. Yeah, it's like. Yeah. I mean, this can't be this can't be higher than so here. This is good. Very good. Okay, we can. I think we can start. All right. So, yeah. Welcome, Dragon, to House of Heroes. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Fantastic. It's a, yeah, it's a historic day, as Max likes to yeah, say. <laughs> I said his, history day once. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> historic Max. <laughs> well, I'll just start right in. For those of our podcast, Dragon, that don't know, uh, what is your sort of origin, your backstory? You know, every hero and character has their own. Where, where did Dragon get started? Uh, well, you you mean as a as a comic fan? Well, no, or? But just in general. You're, where you grew up, and then oh. you know the whole. I am from a, a small town down, kind of south in Sweden. Yep, yep. Uh, called Nesjö. Okay. Uh, and I grew up with uh, you know um, wanting to be an NHL hockey pro. Awesome. Pro, yep, yep. Or a rock star. Or an astronaut. Right. Uh, <laughs> awesome. I like yeah, it. So, yeah, and then you know, my my daddy was a um, more like a cartoon guy um, painting himself than okay. actually a painter. So he he drew a lot of like comics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know, comic figures and stuff like more Max know more about Nittietan and stuff. Oh like yeah, like Nittietan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Knossen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know yep. stuff like yep. that. Uh, and the Chrome Loom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I got into that pretty early and started to like you know draw myself, which, which I still do actually. Cool. cool. And, um, and then they got me into Marvel Comics and, and uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Why do you think Spider-Man appealed to you? I know you're a big Spider-Man fan. Yeah. So. I I don't know. I I just think that he. I just liked his costume, and he was kind of like he was a person behind. He wasn't just yeah. like something abnormal, uh, no, you no. know, something. He was like, you know, trying to pay his rent yeah, and exactly. take care of Aunt May. Yeah. And, and what, what was cool with him was was he was a real kid. He was a kid yeah. with his own problems. He was bullied, and uh, and all that stuff. So it made him more human than, for instance, like Tony Stark and those guys who were just billionaires with, uh, yeah. they could do anything with, yeah. without any problems at all. Exactly, yeah. So and that's I know, why I like them as well. I noticed you showed us your Spider-Man tattoo. How yeah. long have you had that? Oh, since I was like, I don't know, 18 something. Shit. okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. 
uh, all my other friends they did spider webs on their elbows and so I was thinking <laughs> you like did I, spider I, man I, I packaged it two in one that's awesome yeah uh, no, but then, but then uh, I mean, then I started to read, you know, Spider-Man, and got all like excited about about that and collecting, you know, magazines and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I turned maybe I was pretty young, like six, seven, eight, eight-ish, around there, and then I saw it's like collector cards, as we call them, filmies are. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It could be anything, like from Dolly Parton to like, you know, I don't know. Lucky Luke, yep. or, or yep. you know, in general, just like famous people or, or cartoons that or kind whatever. Of, yeah. And then I just saw a uh, like a collector's card of Kiss of a. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my like, like my instant kind of like I knew already this is the best band in the world. Yeah. But yep. I've never heard them. Um, Live or they just looked no, cool. I, no, no, yeah, oh, you saw cool. them. Yeah, yeah I just okay. saw yeah, them on, yeah, a, on yeah, a picture, yeah. and then of course, and my mom, my mom had to go out and buy records and all that. Yeah. But, um, but that was kind of like what I mean. That's that was kind of like a natural thing. Cause sort of they, progression. They, yeah, because my, my guy in Kiss was like Ace Freely, yep. uh, the guitar yep. player, and he was not like miles away from the suit that. Spider-Man had. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah. So it kind of, and then, then you know, I was in that age when music started to attract me, and then he had an electric guitar, but also he was smoke coming out of it, and he fired rockets and shit. Yeah. So, so he, you know, so Peter Parker went out, and Ace Frehley came, came in. in. Yeah. But I mean, in the long term, while I'm sitting here today, it's kind of like I. Uh, so maybe without me getting into comics, maybe I wouldn't be. A musician, right? Right. So, yeah, yeah. Do you collect anything else, like in terms of like guitars or? Uh, yeah. Know. Well, that's the only thing I. <laughs> I kind of yeah. Well, but guitars. do you collect uh, comics today? No, I don't really collect comics. But well, I got my hands on some here today. <laughs> it, it's not that. But I mean, if I stumble across something, yeah, I definitely. But it's not that I'm actively like you know traveling to. Things like this. Issues. Well, maybe after today, this seems quite fun. <laughs> it is, yeah. But um, no, I well, yeah, and, and still, you know, Kiss records uh, from the 70s. If I find something, but on the other hand, like I wouldn't. <clears throat> it's only if I can make like a, you know, a bargain of it. It's right. not that I would. I'm not that collected that paying like overprices for it. No, but no. you know, I sometimes I go to you know. You know, used record stores and yep. stuff, and you always find them. Find a bargain. Exactly. Yeah, and flea markets and shit. Yeah, you can they're find, awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah. What do you think of the current? Uh, do you have you seen any of the current films or the shows or? You into any of that stuff, or are we talking Spider-Man? Yeah, Spider-Man, yeah, yeah, whatever. Well, I, yeah, yeah, I've seen them all. Yeah, yeah. 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 Is <laughs> they good? Do you think? I was. I like the first one that came out. Um, and then you know, with everything, because that was a huge, like huge success. It's kind of like they kind of make it a bit more family commercialized yeah, in a way. Yeah. So um, that's what I liked actually. I've, I've never been like a super Batman freak, but you know, like when I got older and they did the, ba- I, I really enjoyed the Batman movies actually. Yeah, Because uh, they were, they had like a kind of like a darker approach. That True. That, yeah, I the liked. Tim Burton ones. Yeah. Yeah, they exactly. were dark and gritty. Yeah, I like them. So. Yeah, it's cool. The, um, well, we probably already know the answer to this one, but if you could hang out 
with a comic book character for a day. Who I guess it would be Spider-Man. Yeah, well, yeah. What would you do with that? Well, maybe the Hobgoblin was a... Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) Why the Hobgoblin? You know, I always was kind of fascinated about that. The, the air skateboard or whatever. Oh, like yeah, that. the glider thing <laughs> the that glider he flies thing. around on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could go and do that with them. For well, a I mean, to be honest with you, I would take, like, Gwen out for a dinner. Yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> <He> said that. <laughs> yeah. That was Max's. Max had a question, you know, which comic book character would you like to see naked? Yeah. So oh, maybe it is... It. Uh, <laughs> Definitely. When? Gwen or, well, Catwoman was hot yeah. too. Mary Jane? She's Mary Jane was, like she was my, oh, when I was a kid, oh. you know. <laughs> I was, I, I actually had a, a short relationship with a red-haired girl, and that was just because of Mary Jane. <laughs> yeah. That's good. So, yeah. Yeah. What, you, you just have gotten here pretty quickly, but what do you think of this Comic-Con uh, business, uh, this whole stuff going on around us? You know, it's kind of like, I I like when stuff gets kind of like into like one thing. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, I guess that nerd, is, it's kind of like a, a negative kind of thing, but I, I, you know, a word, but I don't think it is. That's, so, that's what I mean with, you know, sometimes I go to big, you know, what, what do you call them, like record? Uh, yeah, I guess... I don't know if they call it a convention or Yeah, not, well, kind of like record conventions, and yeah. you go and hang out, and even with, you know... You know, I've been over to Nam in California a lot of times. Yeah, There's some yeah. big, big music convention, mm-hmm. you know, with loads of guitars and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. The, um, uh, what, what do you have going on lately? Like, what are you up to these days? What are you... <coughs> we just finished uh, um, the tour with Backyard Babies, yeah, our, our yeah. summer festival tour, like, ten, well, two weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. We did our last festival in uh, Barcelona in Spain. Oh, nice. And nice. Uh, we've been out whole summer, and we just came from Japan, did a tour there, and then now we just started to uh, write new material. Cool, cool. And uh, also I got another band called The Helicopters. Yes, uh, yeah, I've seen we, them, yeah. Yeah, and we are going to do some fun stuff. We're going to play next summer. We're going to tour festivals. Nice. Is that the first um, they do now after their breakup? Or? No, we, we we did we did like one off show at the Sweden Rock Festival. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and we just checking out if if it was still fun. It was the first time in 18 years we played the like as the original lineup. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. So yeah. we're gonna do some more shows. What's the difference yeah. between playing in Sweden and playing like like Japan or the U.S. or something? Is there a difference? I think that's kind of like the, be- the, be- the beauty. Yes, of- there is. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. What, well, I, when you when you finally like when you are on stage, it doesn't really matter if you're in Knäckebrödhult or in Osaka <laughs> or in New York or it, it's kind of like the music speaks for itself. But yeah. but yeah, I mean, other stuff. Time why I mean we just came from Spain like you know like yep. five o'clock it's actually you know seven o'clock in Spain right because like you know being like five minutes late in Sweden that's okay you know but right. two right. hours right. late in Spain that's just like <laughs> no problem that's like that's... five minutes here <laughs> so do you think you're gonna do uh, more uh, comic book characters tattoos uh, yeah definitely. Uh, 
Which one? And where? And where? <laughs> Do you have space for it? Yeah, well, I, I don't know, but you know, maybe Hobgoblin. That'd be cool. Hobgoblin? Or maybe something. I, you can you can broadcast this. I was I, I was just seeing things. Maybe something with Gwen and Mary Jane. I don't know. So. Something R-rated. But you don't really like the new stuff. We talked about that uh, before. Uh, the artists today. You really like the like the retro things. Yeah, I'm kind of like it's even it goes with everything today. It goes with like I understand that the like new guitars are great and they stay in tune or whatever but they are just it's something it's it's a lack of personality and I just I'm very old school when it comes to like design and stuff Um, and that goes with everything like I I understand that you know like that they can animate every I mean it's cool when you like Spider-Man when you do movie and now they animate stuff that you you like you don't know if it's for real that's kind of cool but at the same time, I really like, you know, the. If we go to like, you know, like comic magazines, mm-hmm. it's too kind of like machine or something. Yeah, or... well, I, I guess that you know it goes faster today. It's like okay, this is gonna be red. They just dot and then it's already. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like the more. It, it's too much like 3D today. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I like it when it's more like flat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and yeah. really, because then you you kind of like you have to make up with your mind exactly. more what's exactly. going on. And today they have like they're not anatomically correct anymore like they used to be yeah now they they have like square fingers and and yeah. it's more graffiti style yeah uh, now than it used to be as well yeah. yeah yeah and did I see on your Instagram is it a is it a spider-man wallet or something that you have you have some other sort of yeah, I got merchandise and stuff don't you like uh, well yeah I got shitloads <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What was it, Spider-Man? <laughs> I think it was a wallet, you know, like Plan Book. Uh, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I got a wallet, but it, yeah, I also got my passport in a Superman. Oh, uh, in yeah. a Superman Maybe that's uh, what it was, yeah. <laughs> but you, you really like art, and you have done... Um, paintings. Paintings. <laughs> yeah. But you have never thinking about to do, to do a comic book in Dregen style. Oh, because no, I, I think I've seen you as a comic character somewhere. No, there is a helicopter. Yeah, yeah there's I a, remember but that. That was yeah. after I, I left the band. Ah. So yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I guess that. But it's more like you know these kind of like strips, like in Rocky and stuff ah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Been, you should do I mean, a comic book. Yeah, that but, would be I, cool. but I mean, and then uh, again, like the helicopters, which yeah. started out like a a project, and we just wanted to release like one seven-inch. For fun, right? That came out with with a comic book as okay, well okay. Uh, with us as well, not a as comic book, characters. but it's just like a fold-up seven-inch, and it's it's a little story there about us going on a Finnish ferry and getting arrested <laughs> and stuff. But it's all in a comic. Who was the the, the his drawer. name is uh, Mikkel Stenmark? Okay, he's actually his nickname is Degen. <laughs> Which was kind of confusing no. because I was Degen and he was Degen. De- <laughs> so. That's any, cool. Any chance that you'll write a song someday about a comic character? Yeah. Or have you maybe? Or maybe there's a Gwen Stacy Mary Jane <laughs> song in there somewhere, you know? Well, no, nah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, not not like that I could pinpoint out, but no. if you read between the lines, as I said, there's a lot of... 
there's also why um, I would say that I, I appreciate bands like you know like Kiss yeah. but they were like kind of over the top but mm-hmm. also bands like the Ramones for example yeah 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 because the Ramones yeah. were like comic freaks kind of like as well absolutely yeah absolutely um, and they also were into Spider-Man because I think that that's the kind of the simplest simplicity with Spider-Man is just that you said that he's actually a real guy yeah, and yeah. real problems and I would say that you know I don't know other more proggy metal bands that are more like futuristic maybe likes the characters that I don't like yeah. I don't know we have one there's uh, something street and punk rock about Peter Parker yeah you're right you're right there's even uh, an Elseworld uh, Spider-Verse now where there is a punk Spider-Man oh he's got like the like the metal the little metal mohawk on his head and he wears like a jean jacket over his uh, over his spider suit we have a point in this podcast called Kim the Angry Swede (laughs) because um, yeah you, you should explain the character first for for Dragon. Well, it's uh, I'm quite opinionated and I have opinions about a lot of stuff and oh, yeah? and uh, to just talk about stuff you love all the time it can get pretty boring. So uh, this segment in in our show is <laughs> when I just uh, have a fucking fit about stuff. Okay. Um, is there something you absolutely hate about Spider-Man? Not, not that I hate, but you know, well, I mean, I, I did not like when when he turned on to become Venom or like with the, that kind of like oh, yeah. the black suit or whatever. Mm, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, I was devastated when that happened. Okay. I loved uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it when that happened. <laughs> yeah. It was like when when Ace Freely quitted Kiss and Vinnie Vincent started. Oh. I, I I couldn't, you know, I skipped no. school for a week. I, it was just home crying shit but then again it's like uh, there is an age difference between you and me and I hated when when Spider-Man got his suit from uh, from Tony Stark and it was all red and gold and it had arm like eight different arms mm-hmm. on it or four or whatever the fuck it was it so was absolutely looked, horrible almost like the shocker or not, yeah not like... yeah but yeah he he looked like it was just a cross between Iron Man and, oh, and yeah, Spider-Man yeah, 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 yeah. with yeah. a metallic suit and it uh, yeah. didn't really it was, work no, it was absolutely horrible. So, so I think that that, that might be um, yeah. the same thing. Like you didn't uh, you didn't really like the black costume, and I I hated that one. <laughs> well, I, I remember it when I was a kid because I was I thought sometimes that Peter Parker they, they kind of like they make his character a, a little too like nerdy in school and stuff mm, yeah. yeah I wanted yeah. him to be I mean I was like come on for fuck's sake you know you're Spider-Man you, yeah. can, you can be a bit more like because yeah. he was always like afraid of like dating the girls and stuff but that, that's a part of it you know uh, I guess that part of the appeal I guess yeah, to, the, yeah. Yeah, to the nerd crowd yeah <laughs> <laughs> and how uh, how do you like um, Aunt May well she was she was kind of cool she <laughs> I kind of like you know she re- reminded me of my old grandmother, mm-hmm. I thought, when I was a kid. You know. Oh, but, man, now I can't say what I wanted to say about her. <laughs> <laughs> Kim's not a big no. fan of Aunt May. So. No, I no. absolutely fucking hate her. <laughs> she, 
she's just like uh, Peter. Why yeah. Don't you come back? yeah, yeah, overprotective. And oh, do you have your jacket on? Yeah, it's yeah, 25 yeah. centigrades outside. I don't need a fucking jacket. Yeah. And it's all the time. And and I've read a lot of the and six. Then, and at the same time, he wasn't like five years old. No, no, he, he was, was like he was like 19 or something. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it was. Uh, yeah, just cut the fucking cord. I know yeah. she's not your mother, but cut <laughs> yeah. the cord, man. Yeah. The uh, I noticed you mentioned the shocker there. Were there any? And you're you like the hobgoblin, of course. Yeah, uh, and were the there green any, goblin. And the green goblin. Yeah. yeah. So I was gonna say, what are some of the villains that you enjoyed? Or uh, well, I always, I mean, I enjoyed, as you said, the shocker, yeah. uh, like the battles between. Mm -hmm. I did not enjoy like Kingpin when I was a kid, but I, I guess that he was just like a fat dude, kind yeah. of like with a with an aquarium on his head. <laughs> uh, but I like the Sandman yeah, yeah. Uh, as well. And then, uh, of course, the classic um, Dr. Octopus yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, Recently, uh, in, in, in the Spider-Man comics, they actually had a whole storyline where Dr. Octopus actually kind of kills Peter Parker and takes oh. over his body and his... Uh, you know everything, and and he has to act uh, oh. with Mary Jane and Aunt May, and he has to oh. try to act like Peter Parker. It's actually kind of I thought it was going to be really stupid, but it was actually oh, pretty okay. well done. And of course, eventually, Peter's personality comes back. Yeah, and so yeah, on. Yeah. But uh, now he's a real classic villain. So. Oh, oh, yeah. Did you read anything else other than Spider-Man when you were a kid? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, everything that kind of came with, you know, Fantastic Four mm. and, and, you know, the Hulk and yeah. actually She-Hulk, I yeah. remember yeah. as well. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and some of the DC, like, that was Batman mostly and, um, and of course, X-Men. Yeah. But other than that, um, well, the Kiss comic books. Yeah, they actually yeah, did, yeah. Uh, uh, with their, uh, they, had, they put their own blood into the... Really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So there's pictures, if you Google it, like there's yeah. pictures of the original. That's why they, well, I mean, they... They're really they, valuable, they, they, I know. They, they're really valuable, but the thing is that actually they are uh, wherever the factory was, where yeah. they were mating, like making them, and, and the whole, like, what do you call it, the paper mass? Printing or press print, or yeah, whatever it would be. With, then, the, yeah. with the paper... Uh, they took like one tube of blood each, so there's a doctor there like taking wow. blood from each member and then they putting the blood into the so there's like I a never piece of blood from uh, all the in original the members in case in, in the magazine that is with cool. yeah. blood dots with uh, the Pampers yeah. Massa. Yeah, mixed in, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mixed that in is, there. That is something. I never knew that. Yeah, so that's pretty yeah. cool. Do, do you still have any of those, sir? No, I don't. Um, they are, they can be super, like, in mint condition is super expensive yeah, today. Yeah, very expensive. Max, you bought some uh, Kiss comics recently, didn't you? Like seven different covers? Of, there's a new Kiss yeah. comic out. There is a new, I bought them. Like, I don't know if they're really good. That's that's more the, the newer stuff. Yeah, I know. But we, uh, we you, actually... You remember, you know, me and Max has been on tour together. Yeah. yeah. And, and our merchandise guy, Tofsi, mm -hmm. he, uh, he sent it me by, by mail the other day. You can show your son this, and it's, I don't know, it was a new, it was like, Scooby-Doo meets Kiss on a DVD. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> thanks a lot. But uh, yeah. we gave you uh, Howard the Duck today, yes. the first appearance of Kiss. And I did, did not... Did you know that? I did not even no. know that. No, no. As not a, me as either. We, we talked yeah, about that. I think that it's uh, issue 13, Howard the Duck 13. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That guy that wrote, wrote Howard the Duck, he, he was, it was 70s, you know, and he yeah. was really... 
kind of like you're saying, he was into all that, the rock and roll. Yeah, he, yeah. he didn't really want the hero stuff. He was more, he wanted this crazy character yeah, yeah. that who was out there and doing yeah. things different, you know. Yeah. And, and so then issue 13, I think he got, I'm, I'm 99% sure he asked them for permission and said, can I put you, because Howard needs some advice. Yeah, yeah. So Kiss shows up in all their outfits and everything, and wow. they give Howard the Duck some advice on whatever problem he was having. But that's the first time they appear in a comic book. Yeah, that's the first time in yeah. a comic book. I, I, cool. I did not know that. I got no, it. That's, that's super cool. And, and uh, sorry, to, just to go back, oh, and I, I, was re- I was reading Mad a lot as oh, well. Oh, yeah, I love Mad. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was a Swedish... fucking... Python. No, <laughs> uh, it was, I think before that, it was called... Ah. Uh, one of those... Uh, it was the one with Socke Konje in it. Oh, uh, Joachim Piranen uh, writes it, Galago? I think. Uh, no, that's... Uh, that's but Socke Konti, yeah. I know the author is Joachim Piranen, but I yeah, can't yeah, remember yeah. the name of the... Yeah, he was yeah. writing for... Uh, he was more like... A, of an, that was in my teenage years. Like, right. As a, it was more of a... Like... Uh, almost like a punk fan scene, but in oh, cartoon, okay. like, more like... Well, as mad, like more for grown-ups. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of like you know swearings and you know. Do you still have all of these, or? Yeah, I, I think. Well, I gotta go home visit my mom because I know <laughs> in that cellar it's gonna be like. Yeah. Is she also, one of those moms it, that collect that that saves your stuff, yeah, or does she, she, she is, give um, it to charity or something? No, she, she's been no, she's been like super cool with. Uh, I didn't know that she like saved some of my toys and stuff. Like I haven't. Because now I took my three and a half year old son back home. We were playing with. I had this really great that I that I got from my dad that he got from his dad. Oh, wow. amazing! But I was so like not so careful as a kid with my stuff. So my mom, because <laughs> I don't remember this, and she was like, "Yeah, that's just because you were breaking it all the time." <laughs> and I put like firecrackers and shit into the trains and stuff, and see if they can blow up. Yeah, and, and my dad and my dad and my granddad was really you know so there was something called Merkelin yeah. like German uh, tr- trains like okay. electric trains that's like the Rolls Royce of model trains yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like from the fucking it's like you know from the 30s 40s okay like, like really close and, and, and they are super nice like and, and so we were playing with that you know she saved that and then I know she, she, she saved a lot of the poster magazines as well it's called we had a magazine called Poster, which was only like a music magazine with a lot of posters yeah, into it. Yeah. Uh, and there was like, Kiss was featured in every magazine. <laughs> every time. I have a friend. I must. Uh, I just have to tell you the story. I have a friend, and uh, he he bought all the Star Wars toys. Like uh, he had them all in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. And um, and when he left, uh, when he moved away from home. Uh, his mother thought, well, he doesn't need them anymore. So she gave it all to charity. Oh. And this oh. is stuff worth thousands and thousands of dollars. <laughs> and she gave it all to charity. Uh, so, so Dragon's mom is better by far. <laughs> yeah. I, I've, told, I've told my parents that uh, if you ever throw anything away from mine, I will, I will disown yeah. you. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you so very much. much. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm going to go and check out some stuff here now. Absolutely. Cool. Thanks a lot, Drake. Thank, yeah, thank, thank you very much. much. Really appreciate it. Thanks. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Welcome to House of Heroes. 
Welcome to the Mushörna, as we say in Sweden. <laughs> the cozy corner. The cozy corner. And who do we have here with us today? We start over here. Uh, it's Niklas from the podcast Nerdit. Niklas. Nice. And my name is Peter, also from the podcast Nerdit and uh, stuff like that. Brilliant, fantastic. Now my question for both of you, like every sort of comic book character, they have an origin or a backstory. So what is the origin for you guys? Where are you from? Uh, where'd you grow up? How'd you get into sort of the whole nerd culture? You know. We start with Nicholas. Okay, yeah. 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 Uh, well, I'm born in Stockholm. Uh, grew up out in Hesselby suburbs, and I'm like through my entire life I've been a movie buff. Okay, that's the way in for me. And I yeah. was always fascinated by Star Wars and science fiction, fantasy, and which is great nowadays when they make almost only sci-fi <laughs> and superhero movies. It's exactly. Perfect. It was a little harder back then. You had to like. <clears throat> like uh, Look at the bottom of the piles to find them. Mostly crap movies like Otto, yeah. the Flying Eagle, and once in a the while Toxic Avenger. <laughs> Toxic Avengers, yeah. Do you see those? I had those. To- I had the toys. Ah, oh, brilliant! <laughs> I was very young, uh, young then. I'm born '85, so yeah. yeah. And I, I, I only watched the the cartoon and played had, with the toys. <laughs> I had the number one of the Toxic Avenger, the Swedish uh, comic, but oh, uh, cool. but still, <laughs> yeah. Still. I had the, I had number one of the Swedish Spawn. That's ah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. my mother wrote my name in it when she sent it to me at summer camp. No. <laughs> we were it's talking mint condition anymore. No. We were talking about mothers doing doing this kind of stuff yeah. before with the dragon. Oh, those! I threw those away. Yeah. I thought they were garbage. Yeah, yeah. man. I think they've increased the value of like thousands of comics, mothers around the world, because they destroyed the other copies. There you go. There you go. Make the the uh, few that's left rare. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And Peter, your uh, background story? Yeah, well, I, I grew up actually not far from where Niklas from, uh, in Själby, uh, Järfälla, so it kind of borders to Hesselby. Yeah. Uh, born and raised uh, in the suburbs of Stockholm. I remember going actually to a, to a grocery store uh, in the direction of where Niklas from actually, <laughs> where I saw and bought my first Spindelmannen. Ah, uh, yeah. And yep. I think it was five and six or six or seven, 1987. Okay, yeah. They, were, they, they came monthly, so there were 12 a year. Yeah. And those two were with, um, what's his name, Will of the Wisp, I think, in yeah. Yeah, yeah. original. Yeah. And he was called the Kometen, the Comet in Sweden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was some sort of freak accident at, uh, what was it called, Roxon or the, yeah, those yeah. people that do all the freaky stuff that makes people yeah. into superhumans and, yeah. and, yeah. and usually evil superhumans. <laughs> so that's when I really, really started to, to love Spider-Man and comics. And then, but it was because of the, the villains then? Yeah, I think so. They yeah. were intriguing. I think the uh, the other villain in the next story was Tarantula or something. Yeah. And he was turned into a giant, giant spider also from this. Because he wanted more superpowers. So he mm. kind of broke into Roxxon Corporation and said, give me more superpowers. And it went south and he got like, he became <laughs> a freak and he got even matter. Okay. So those two numbers, those two issues of uh, of Spindelmannen, the Swedish version of Spider-Man, started it all. And then I uh, I backtracked and bought like everything from 76 and forward of the Swedish 
versions. So all my comics are worth nothing, I guess, today. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because <laughs> yeah, it's the, the original American ones that are... But you, you don't have any American now, then? Yeah, I have. I have a lot, but uh, not anything from the 70s or 80s or so. I I switched in, like, late 90s, I think. Yeah. Because the, the Swedish publication got... It was on again, off again. They stopped. Uh, someone else picked it up. The yeah. publisher changed and yeah, yeah, yeah. got erratic so I yeah, I seem to remember yeah, yeah I, remember I got tired well. of that so I just stopped buying the Swedish ones yeah. for a time I actually bought them both so yeah. like the the amazing Spider-Man the, the originals and the Swedish stories in Swedish so I had them double for a while well if you're interested in American comics uh, I know a, a good place where you can buy some uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually. yeah I've heard of one too yeah I think it's very near yeah, yeah, really awesome. No, this store, is awesome, awesome guys. actually. I see all these covers of, of of comic books that I have in Swedish. Yeah, but these are the the real ones, if you will. Yeah, yeah the originals I, that are actually worth something. Yeah, I did that too. I had the uh, the first um, <coughs> I had the first appearance of uh, of uh, the Punisher, the Swedish version of that, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, I bought the uh, the American one just because. It was so cool to have them both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Punisher is obviously just awesome. I remember that uh, cover too. It's uh, he's, he's standing and then there's a crosshair and Spider-Man. Exactly. Is yeah, exactly. And, and in the Swedish version, version, there was the kangaroo as well. So there yeah. were like uh, there were like two comics in one in the yeah, Swedish they always, version. They were yeah always the having two of the American ones and the one Swedish one. But I can't remember if they were were they like uh, did they um, was it. Yeah, in this instance, then was it uh, 121 and 130, or was it just random numbers? Or no, they were uh, chronological. I they think they were yeah. okay. So sort of uh, for a while there, at least, and then they started to pick like one story from Amazing and one from Spectacular Spider-Man yeah, okay. or Web oh, okay. of Spider-Man yeah. yeah. during like the 90s when there were. 50 different Spider-Man yeah, titles yeah, yeah. or something, yeah, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. especially in the 90s. <laughs> and for a while they actually had, like, in the beginning was Spider-Man and the backup story was uh, Fantastic Four, I think, mm-hmm. okay, sometimes. Yeah. So they ran them parallel to each okay. other. I recognize that uh, very soothing voice from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> where is that? Well, um, uh, where to start? Well, we do a podcast ourselves. Yeah. Uh, Nördigt, as Niklas said. And I also work in radio, <laughs> yeah. so at uh, Bandit. Cool. For instance. So we so cleared that up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how did how did the whole Nerdit uh, thing uh, come about? Because uh, as many people know, it's one of the most successful uh, podcasts in Sweden. It's it's hugely popular. How did you guys get that all started? How did that come about? Oh, it all came about uh, with my brother and uh, a colleague of his that worked at uh, they worked, uh, Jonas worked at Bandit Rock. Yeah. Back in the days, and another guy at Rick's FM, they kind of noticed they like they like games and stuff. So they yeah. started this podcast called Radio Gamer, uh, which they did for like two years, yeah, I think so. something yeah. like that. And uh, then Christian left MTG, and he wanted to do something different, still do a podcast. And then together with Jonas, uh, Peter, and uh, Tove, they started Nerdit. And then after time, they just. They added more and more members. We just grabbed <laughs> people from the street. No, <laughs> actually a lot of nepotism because yeah. Niklas is a brother of Jonas. 
my wife is in the podcast nice. Tove's uh, boyfriend is in the podcast so keep we it in started the family. To, to like yeah keep it in the family but we started to like grow because it's hard to do a podcast every week with people that can do it so the more the merrier life gets in the way yeah life gets in yeah, the way a lot of yeah. the time and the more people we are the the better chance that some people can do it every week <laughs> yeah that's good good But you, Niklas, is it just movies, or are, are you comic uh, comic guy at all? I started reading comics like seven years ago or something. Yeah. Uh, so I pretty much googled what, what are the big titles. So I read Watchmen and like Batman: The Long Halloween, Three uh, Hundred, uh, Ronin, The Tent Poles. Yeah, exactly. Because I had no idea where to start, and the like the big Marvel uh, and DC. Heroes didn't really interest me because it felt so big and so much. Yeah. So yeah. I started instead like reading these finished works like yeah. uh, Why uh, the Last Man. Oh, it's excellent. It's yeah. excellent. I'm reading Saga, and I'm I'm not I'm not reading on a regular basis though. But I have these ones that I follow, and I try to find new ones to read as well. But mm. I want them to be. Like complete stories, complete sets, not no ongoing that, things. No, that no, will yeah. never end. I like yeah. beginning, middle, end. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much the same there. Yeah. What do you guys think of uh, sort of the current uh, films coming out, the TV shows, the Netflix, the DC's got all their stuff? Is there any that have really caught your eye, both good or bad? Or well, I, I mean, to be a comic book nerd today, or a, like a, a nerd of popular popular culture is it's the now is the golden age for for everything in other media i mean the tv shows the the movies one movie like every quarter at least yeah. for a year i mean this year we've had doctor strange we've had batman v superman was that yeah this yeah year? Uh, suicide Captain america War. civil war deadpool, deadpool x-men um, x-men yeah, apocalypse. apocalypse i mean And back in the day, you were lucky if you had like one every third year, like yeah, Batman yeah. every third year yeah, or something, yeah. you know. And it was only them too. It was Batman and Superman. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. the only thing that came out. So I, I'm loving it. I mean, the the quality varies, of course, from Marvel to DC. I'd say <laughs> now Marvel is on a streak of some sort. Yeah. I mean, the the MCU Marvel, because the latest X X Men was uh, I don't know. But uh, I think DC will shape up too, and I mean, we'll see both good and bad, but I, I, I just love that they make them, Absolutely. any of them. <laughs> Some of them might be crap, but I mean, you can see a Green Lantern movie, that's pretty cool in itself, yep. even yeah, though yeah. the movie's <laughs> yeah, I mean, sorry. You can look back at it in a couple of years, I think, and say like, oh, Ryan Reynolds, pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. You know, It's better to have a crappy Green Lantern movie than no Green Lantern movie at all, is what I'm Good saying. Good point. Like the old Greeks maybe. used to say. Yeah. And they can always make them again <laughs> and try again, reboot the franchise. Which know. they do. Yeah. Yeah. When they fail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just turn the page. Let it rest for a couple of years yeah, and then, yeah. yeah. And all the, all the TV shows, I mean, I think everything I'm watching right now is is based on some sort of comic book or, or, or such I yeah, yeah it seems hard. like they're looking for every like big IP and to turn into a movie right now the studios so 
which is a little sad as well. There are no so few original big like action and sci-fi movies come, and it's mostly always based on something. Yeah. Which I think takes a little bit of the fun out of it sometimes, but so far they've done a lot of great ones. Some really bad yeah. ones as well, but yeah. Are either of you guys uh, big Star Wars fans at all? Oh, yeah. Yes, of yeah. course. What, what did you think originally of, of, of Marvel slash Disney kind of getting the, the rights from Dark Horse on the comics? And have you had a chance to read any of the Marvel stuff? Do you... No. Um, no? At first, when I heard of it, I, I felt bad for yeah. Dark Horse because they have stuck with the Star Wars franchise through all these years when it was not as popular yep. as it might have become now yep. with the success of episode 7 yep. so it's sad in a way for, for Dark Horse to lose that because they are a pretty cool uh, not one of the big two yep. they're trying a lot of different stuff yep. instead of all these just superhero comics although I mean Marvel and DC are doing pretty cool stuff too but it's sad but then I've heard that the new uh, Star Wars stuff from Marvel is Yep. Pretty decent and good. Yeah, some of them are pretty good. I, I, I've read almost them all, and I would say the Lando miniseries was the one I really enjoyed. Oh, cool. I, I, maybe it's because we don't know as much about his mm -hmm. character, but it was fun to see him sort of fleshed out a little bit. And, I, and now, isn't there some talk of a Lando... Uh, Han Solo prequel something. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Han Solo movie that's coming yeah, out. They've like, cast Lando. Two years okay. Yeah, they've yeah. cast, what's his name? Yeah. The comedian guy. Ah, okay. As Lando Clarison. He was in uh, The Martian, if you've seen that's that right. one. Uh, oh, I forgot. Let his me name. Google that for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let me Google that. Oh, we Donald have, Glover. Donald Glover, yeah. that's right. There right, right, yeah. Okay. Well, we have a couple cool. of fun questions here for you. You're right. Uh, so, if you could hang out with any sci-fi, comic book uh, character or team, uh, who would it be, and where would you be, and what would you do for that, let's say, a day? It's a tough one, I know. It's a lot to choose from. I think I would like to go to the pub with Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Man, why didn't I think of that? That's an awesome answer. Because I think yeah. it can't end... I mean, it has to be a fun evening. Yeah. He's going to get shit-faced and something weird is going to happen. Just yeah. don't call him a raccoon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. That's uh, good. I'll Th top this, Peter. Yeah, well, this might be... Uh, this is mostly for fun. I don't think it would work. That would actually work out in real life. But I would like to have Deadpool <laughs> riding shotgun while I drive and him doing his thing to every other... Uh, person that doesn't use their signal yeah. when changing link. I freaking hate that. Yeah. When people don't signal when changing. So, so then I just go, hey, Deadpool, take care of this guy. Yeah. I normally fantasize that I have Jedi powers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I can just, just flip the... Yeah. Just move away, get right into the fucking yeah. curb. Yeah. Do I you tried do, it a couple of times. Never works. Do you do the thing with automated doors when you go to like a mall and you, they have these sensor doors and you just move your hand as if you were a Jedi? I have. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. I have. Uh, I'm not proud. No. But uh, <laughs> should be. I have. I have. No. The um, so no. Nicholas, uh, you're out with your rocket raccoon now. This is a Max question. He's not here, so unfortunately, I have to ask it. Max. But, uh, uh, he's, he's busy making money he is, for you guys. Yeah, the House of Heroes is yes. selling some stuff. Uh, which comic book character would you like to see in the nude? 
in the That's noon. That's what we've been asking all our, all our guests today. So. <laughs> I actually saw... Uh, Dr. Manhattan today because we watched uh, we just like put on Watchmen you know on the TV and my wife my wife was like oh dude do we have to see his blue dick all the time put some all pants the time. on hey, you watch actually, it you watch it regularly he watching it? actually actually it's it's in there a lot more than I remember from watching yeah. like seeing and I I I actually have that like the director's cut I think oh yeah, yeah. I think in the director's cut they removed the CG pants yeah, because in the comic he's naked, yeah. like all the time. Yeah, yeah. Almost yeah. all the time. Yeah, in the in the theatrical cuts they put his these like CG pants yeah, on right. him too. Oh, well, man. it's still an R-rated movie, but this was on a streaming uh, uh, thing, so yeah. maybe that could that be like the director's cut then? Yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe. Uh, who would you like to see? I don't know. Uh, that's a hard question. It I mean, is. You basically. Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> No. That would be scary. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I wonder if he has it Just all his like, parts. Whoa, dude! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what which, is yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, which parts are mechanical? <laughs> I think maybe Rocket Raccoon again then? But he's like, he's almost naked. He's, he's a raccoon. Yeah, yeah. Well, he has this suit, but still. He will just look like, like a raccoon naked. I'd like to see naked. like someone else dressed, you know, like Groot with clothes. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Groot in a suit. Groot in a suit. <laughs> Groot in a suit. Now this is your guys' you've been here every year, right? The fifth year? Yeah, yeah. in one shape or form. I, I, no, it started on... Uh, the second Comic-Con, right? Th- yeah, in 2012, I think. Okay, yeah. So this is our fifth year here. Nice. So, yeah. Have you guys ever attended uh, any, you know, of the big, you know, like San Diego, London? I mean, not as nerdy, but just as... Uh, Yes, I have. Once I went to New York Comic Con to uh, like just write stuff yeah. for a magazine that I did some freelance work for. Yeah. And uh, that was awesome because I kind of like fell into actually getting a, a selfie with Stanley. No. no way. Way. So wow. I keep that. I, I cherish that Jeez. like forever because it was like. He was doing some sort of thing with one of his new comics that nobody cares about. Sorry, Stan. Um, And he, uh, they didn't have any one to take his picture, like a press photographer, photographer for that event. And I had a photographer with me, so we went like, we can take pictures for you guys and send them to you, and in return, I get to have my picture taken with Stan. They went like, sure. So we made a deal. So I have a picture with him, and I'm Brilliant. so happy with that. Yeah, that and then sick. for our honeymoon, me and my wife went to uh, San Diego Comic-Con, actually. Okay. Saw the Hall H panel for Supernatural and uh, just roamed the floor and had fun. Amazing. That was pretty but cool. How, how do you get tickets for that? Uh, we, uh, we, as press, <laughs> for ah. it. It was? Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. And it worked. Yeah. And there looks like looks like there's another Max question Max. here. Max! <laughs> <laughs> You have to ask your question, Max. You have a question? Yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, about your, ta- about your tattoos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's sneaked and it's... Well, I have a lot of them, yes. It's, uh, I have sneaked over here. Yeah. That's uh, the sound of Wolverine's claws, right? Yeah. So I have the Wolverine claw here on the other side. And then I have Thwip, which is uh, Spider-Man's uh, webbing. Cool. So I have a spider of some sort here. And then I have a. Uh, this is Luke Skywalker's uh, sword, the like the the, the handle. handle. 
and the the thing that's coming out of it it's is fantastic. Uh, my we need to take name. a photo of it and put it up on uh, Facebook when uh, sure. when uh, we uh, send these hello when we release Broadcast them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Sure. So sure. it's it's really cool. I have some more. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. I have like a Spider-Man spider on the on my back and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, too. take it off. <laughs> take it off. <laughs> we need to see it. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> So all my goes well. tattoos must be nerdy in some shape or form. Yeah. That's a that's a rule. Otherwise, no go. So that when I had my daughter's name, it has to be like in Star Wars manner. Brilliant. Brilliant. I like it. <laughs> nice guys. Thank you very much Thank for you. being here. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, I really appreciate it. This Thank is you. awesome, by the way. You guys selling these rare and. Uh, yeah classical comics it's, it's cool it's really really cool. Yeah, cool, cool you guys are doing great work thank you thank you thank you thank you guys. it's good it's good all right welcome to the house of heroes podcast we're very honored to have kim w anderson here with us thanks and we have our co-host, Kim the Angry Sweet, so I have to keep my Kims separate here. My name is actually Kim W. Sandén. So, it is? Uh, What's your W stand for? Vredström. Wow, that's wow. impressive. <laughs> Vred is angry. In, yeah, that was yeah. cool. Yeah. Mine is Valdemar. Ooh, that's Valdemar. pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I think those are both pretty this cool. Is, I really love this because we're sitting actually quite far apart, but since we have headphones on and microphones, <laughs> I can hear you perfectly. Exactly. It's wonderful. <laughs> the the technology. Yeah, the age of technology. Exactly. <laughs> it, it lets us be more apart. <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. We'll keep our human contact to a minimum. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> you know, we don't want anybody's cooties or germs. <laughs> There's a lot of that going around. Oh, out. man. Uh, but yeah, so Kim, what is your origin story? The yeah, right, Kim W. Anderson origin. backstory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you told me that I was going to make up a good one or think of a good one, but I, I really didn't. So I'm just going to tell you the truth. All right. <laughs> no, I got into comics uh, through my mother. My mother's from Poland, and okay. uh, I think Poland has a... a, 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 a a bigger tradition of of illustration, and okay. um, I think a lot of people have seen the the Polish uh, movie poster art and the yeah, satire absolutely. comics and mm -hmm. satire illustration. Because Poland has to have the Catholic Church and the communism and everything, so satire yep. comics and illustration has been a big thing. So for me and my home, my household, uh, comics had a wasn't a bad thing. I think in a lot of dip, a lot of other homes, uh, kids my age, I'm 37 now, mm -hmm. I'm born 79. So kids my age, uh, the Swedish kids my age, their parents told them like they had to read books. Books right. were the good thing, comics were bad. Yeah. Or like sloppy or mm -hmm. like for stupefying. Or, yeah, stupefying, yeah. that's it. But in my home, uh, comics were a really good thing and an important thing. So my mom collected Asterix. Cool. Yeah. You know Parenting Asterix? Absolutely. Done right. Yep. Sorry? Parenting done right. Yeah, right? Yeah. Asterix yep. and uh, Lucky Luke. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, absolutely not Tintin, because that's a boring comic. <laughs> I hate Tintin. But Asterix and Lucky Luke. So that's how I got it. Like, uh, for me, that's the way comics were such a... Uh, Twelve claw, yeah, obvious, like obvious, obvious yep. part of my uh, my life, and then uh, when I got 
a bit older, I started reading American comics, as mm -hmm. you can tell from my accent. I started reading American comics. <laughs> Spider-Man was my big thing, of course. And um, we're three for three on the Spider-Man today. Dragon, right, cool. Dragon and, loves Spider-Man. And there's actually a Spider-Man standing next to me right now. Right here. Right here. How's it going? <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so, uh, but then the '90s came around, and the image. Uh, was a big deal, so yeah. and that was certainly for me. Spawn was a big deal, and Gen 13 was huge for me because mm -hmm. I guess I fell in love with the girls in Gen 13. Yep. And um, Who didn't? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm from the same. I was born '74, so very. Yeah, yeah. So we're the similar yeah, age, exactly, right? Exactly. Exactly. And, but in my teens, I always wanted to be a comic book artist, a comic book creator, but it, it always felt like a, like being an astronaut or a. Uh, a rock star or something yeah, it's yeah. something that impossible to to accomplish and I think that was because I read those image comics and those comics that were around at that time Todd McFarlane mm -hmm. and Jim Lee yep. and uh, artists like that that were so am amazingly talented and had this style that seemed so uh, unapproachable yeah that's a yeah. word yeah it is, yeah. It is. yeah. <laughs> a good word yeah right <laughs> So that seemed so impossible to me. So it wasn't until I got like 20 something and then I found alternative comics like the Brothers Hernandez. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, Love yeah, the yeah, Rockets. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yep. yep. And uh, Peter Bag and mm -hmm. um, Adrian Tomine or uh, what's Daniel Close, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. And their styles are more approachable. And also, uh, uh, like Mike Allred, mm -hmm. uh, did uh, X Force and Ecstatics. Yep, yep. Their styles are more like approachable and they look easier. I found out later that they absolutely weren't. <laughs> Jaime Hernandez, who does Love and Rockets, mm -hmm. is the yeah, the most brilliant artist I ever known. He's, yeah. he's fantastic. But it looks a lot easier than Todd McFarlane. What I learned that later is that the Todd McFarlane and the Jim Lee style is they're absolutely super talented, but it has a lot to do about style and technique. It's not that difficult, right? Sure, right. I, I couldn't say that I can do it, right? Right. But it's it looks very impressive. It looks more impressive than it might be. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. I hope they're not listening. <laughs> well, they might be. That's a long origin story. Sorry. Yeah, that was That's awesome. how I got started. That was awesome. Okay, we have time for one more question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I stay? This is wonderful. This couch is wonderful. So no, but uh, so you have uh, we have what. What did you do before mm -hmm. uh, Love Hurts and Elena? We'll get to those, but what sure. kind of things got you into draw, you know, art and drawing mm -hmm. and those kind of until you started getting some things published? What were sort of, of the very early? Yeah, so I was always drawing. Me and my brother were always drawing. Mm -hmm. he, he became a tattoo artist. So I guess ah. we're, we're kind of artisty. Well, he, he, him and me are artisty, but my parents aren't. Right. But they were always very, very supportive. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, that was really cool. But they're not like art. Well, I guess my mom's an artist in some way. She's whatever. So <laughs> <laughs> no, she definitely is. But um, uh, after school, mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, as I told you, I, did, I didn't really think I could ever become a comic book artist. Right. Right. So after school, I just wanted to make my parents proud. So I started working. I started mm -hmm. working in an advertisement. Okay. Yeah. You know the devil. Yeah, that's it. So <laughs> that's where your horror ideas started. Yeah, right. From advertising. Fucking terrible. 
can I curse? No, absolutely. Yeah, okay, yeah. we we fucking curse all the all time. That's how great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I started working in advertisement, and I did that for several years. And I was young. I was started when I was 19. I was okay. an art director when I was 24. So wow. I had some success, right? Yeah, made some money. Yeah. And I and I would. Yeah, and I wanted to make my parents proud, but my, my mom all the time, she was always telling me, like, what happened to your, your, your boyhood dream? You, you mm. wanted to become a comic book artist. And, and finally, I, I applied for the, the comic art school in Malmö. Yes, okay. I heard of it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's fantastic. It's yeah. really, yeah, I would definitely not be anywhere without that school. Cool. It's very important. Yep. So I applied for that school, and I got in, and I, and I was like, I'm going to take a Sabbath year. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? Yep, yep. A Sabbath year, and then I'm gonna come back to work. Right. But I never came back. <laughs> that was the end. Brilliant. I quit work. Oh yeah, I, yeah, right, yeah. I right. quit advertisement to, right. to have a Sabbath year for to do the comic book school, but I never came back to work. Right. I just right. kept on drawing comics, and uh, so I started at the school, and uh, it's a fantastic school. And my mm-hmm. year in particular were absolutely super talented my classmates were so so talented yeah and everyone really pushed each other so it's a really good year i'm really happy about it mm-hmm. um, i think it very teary out when i when i think of it because <laughs> it was very important for me cool. and i, and I cool. love those guys yeah but you met other did you meet other artists there and yeah uh, definitely and some of them are still making comics and a lot of them are definitely uh um, um living uh, um Illustrators, working uh, professional illustrators. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. uh, Luca Kornop was one of my classmates. She, she's pretty. She's doing done really well. She has some books out in France, which okay. is a big thing because they yeah. actually pay for comics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and uh, and and Luca and me, we were really tight. We did like fan scenes together. So I guess that those were my first comics. We did fan right. scenes. Yeah. That was a. That was very important as well. Mm-hmm. The only way. The only. Way to finish a comic is to have a deadline, right? And a fan scene is is just a deadline. That's what it is, right? And it's really fun, and it, and you get to give it to someone, and you actually have someone read it without you sitting next to them and explaining everything. <laughs> <laughs> so it has to work, right? right so it's right. A, when you're starting out making comics, it's very important to make fan scenes. Well, yeah. I think so. Yeah, cool. But I actually going to that school and coming from the advertisement world, which I hated, of course, mm-hmm. it's the devil's work. It's the devil. It really is, um, uh, but I had learned how to work, right? Because it's a tough business, right? And yep. I learned how to meet deadlines. I learned how to work, mm-hmm. and uh, and have like a. So my my uh, development curve yep. was very fast because okay. I worked so hard. Me and Luca, we slept on a couch. On that in that school for for two years because we because we wanted to be in school all the time and just work 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 and draw comics so we didn't have time to go back home and sleep right so we just slept on a couch I heard they threw that couch out later <laughs> <laughs> but what was the dream like uh, what was the dream back then yeah that's a good, that's a really good question because I I don't really know uh, I just wanted to. I think I was looking for a dream. I think I was. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to make comics. I didn't know how. At the time, and and pretty much still in Sweden, there's this like idea of um, 
Well, everything's upside down in Sweden. The comics scene is upside down. What I make, mm -hmm. like genre comics, yep. it's the it's it's the, the alternative. Yeah. Mm. What would be perceived as alternative comics in the rest of almost the rest of the world is the mainstream in Sweden. Yeah. Black yeah. and white autobiography, political. Yeah. Uh, some of them are great. I love Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Mm. They can't draw for shit, but they're really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so I started doing that as well. Mm -hmm. So I started drawing comics about my growing up as a teenager right. singing in a death metal band and whatnot. Yeah. I know they were pretty good. They were published in Galago, which yeah. is the yeah. magazine, yeah. right? But secretly I wanted to do something else. Mm -hmm. But it, it was it was thought of as less. And it still is. Yeah. I wanted to do horror comics, full color horror comics, fun, cool, mm -hmm. exciting, like more American comics. Yeah. Yeah. But it was uh, thought of as not as uh, fancy, right? Right. Okay. Right. So, and, it, and there was an idea in Sweden that either you could draw mm -hmm. or you could write. No one could do both. Okay. And I was already a good artist. Mm -hmm. Well, that I was becoming sure. a yeah. good artist. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I wasn't yeah. that, but I, I had something. <laughs> yep. So that meant that automatically I couldn't write. And that really, I, I got so frustrated and mad at that idea. Mm -hmm. It was such a consensus in, in, in Swedish, Swedish comics. So I was like, well, fuck you guys, I'm going to become really good at, at uh, writing, yeah. too. And I approached it the way I approach everything. Yep. I just read a lot of books about yep. writing and just approached it as a, as a tool, yep. as a, some uh, handwerk. As a craft. A craft. Yeah. Yep. A craft. Yep. It's the way that I approached uh, drawing. Mm -hmm. I just read books. I went to classes. I did like... It, this isn't this isn't something that you're born with. I, I'm not. I don't believe in talent that mm -hmm. very much. I mm -hmm. think it's just it's just ass time. You just have to do your fucking job yep. and 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 get better. That's what it's about. Yeah. Maybe my talent is that is in that I can work really yeah. hard. But in the end, that's also been my downfall because I've been <laughs> hospitalized a few times. Boy. Uh, for working hard. Are we hmm. good with the sound? Yeah. It seemed we had a little crackle there. A but we crackle. seem to be hanging in. So. Somebody so what was the question? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I guess, can talk for That's awesome. Well, I guess uh, now we can get into... Mm -hmm. So you obviously decided to go against the grain yeah. and say, fuck it, I'm going to sure. try something out here. So which was for... Well, obviously, I guess... I, I know Love Hurts was for Elena, but was there anything that I'm missing out in between? No, no, there? no. So. Love Hurts was the, was the first thing that I... Uh, that I really liked, mm -hmm. and uh, so I was doing this uh, autobiography comic, and it got published in Galaga, as, as I told yep. you. But yep. secretly, I did a couple. I did like one episode of Love Hurts. Mm -hmm. Yep, one. Yep. And I had it in a in a um, palm, a binder. Yep. I had it in a binder, and we opened a new studio in Malmo. And we had a party opening the studio, mm -hmm. and a Norwegian uh, editor. Uh, was at the party and he found that comic that lo one Love Hurts okay, comic yeah. and he was like wow this is really cool yeah can I publish this in in Nami like uh, do you have more of these and I was like sure I have a bunch of them <laughs> I did <laughs> I, I don't have them brilliant <laughs> that's how I get published you lie yeah yeah that's good. Uh, whatever works and man. it's like wow that's that's fantastic and um, and after that, I was in that magazine, Naomi, for seven mm -hmm. years or something. Wow. Uh, first doing Love Hurts. Um, uh, deadlines again. I yep. got deadlines doing yep. it. That's, so, so Love Hurts was a very good way to, to start making comics. 
because uh, they're all they're all romantic horror, but they're all new characters, new settings, new themes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and that way, I could develop really fast, right? Because I could always try out new techniques, try out new writing techniques, new dra- mm-hmm. drawing, new inking, new color, and everything. And the mentor, yes. And my big thing is my mentor. Mm-hmm. Peter, his name is. I'll try to say it in. He's Danish. Yeah. So I say it in Danish. It's <laughs> Peter Snebia. Okay, in yep. Swedish, Peter Snebjörg. All right. In A English, plus. Peter Snebjörg, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you know what it is? He did like Batman, he did a bunch of BPRD, he did really? Books okay. of Magic, he did a few Preacher Jeez, back in the day. I... He, yeah, he's a big okay, name. Okay, that's, right? yeah. He yeah. did Lobster Johnson oh, recently. I love Johnson. Yeah, right. Yeah. And he did he was the fish guy in BPRD. What's this oh, name? Uh, Abraham uh, Lincoln. No, uh, Abe Sapien. Abe Sapien. Abe Sapien. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he taught me uh, everything I know. Right. He's he's been really really good, and and he and he was very um, yeah instrumental in in. Um, so Dark Horse published The yeah. Love Horse Comics in a, com- in a com- complete edition, and he wrote the foreword, and he, he really wrote a really nice foreword. Uh, it got me on TV, that was really nice. And that kind of answers my, I was going to lead into, how, yeah. did you, how did the English translations, the sure. Dark Horse deals come about? Uh-huh. And I'm guessing this, he was a big part of that, or? He was a big part of that, he, and, and another Peter, actually, mm-hmm. Peter Burting. Yeah, you know? him I yeah. know, he's All done right. some signings at Comics Heaven. Alright, cool, yeah. sure. Yeah. He's he's a great guy too, and he's mm-hmm. he's worked with Dark Horse a lot as well. So yep. he he really uh, helped me get in touch with Scott Alley, who was the editor in chief at the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Scott was really nice to me, and uh, I just sent him my stuff in yep. an email. Okay, we're <laughs> no, we're back again. Oh, we're it is, back. It is some um, scary. Yeah. <laughs> We did this as part of the horror thing. Yeah, we right. haven't figured out how to do the romance part yet, but we're oh, working we'll get on it. There. We'll get there. There's some, you know, Harlequins <laughs> around. We can make yeah, uh, <laughs> like third. Yes, there. So, um, um, yeah. So Peter Bergstein was really nice and got me in touch with this Scott Allen. Scott Allen uh, hooked me up with his at the time assistant, who I, I had a contact with for several years. His mm-hmm. name was Jim Gibbons. Or his name is Jim Gibbons, <laughs> <laughs> who, who after a few years be, became an editor himself, and he was an editor for Dark Horse Presents. Yep. So he yep. got a few of the Love Hurts comics into Dark Horse Presents, where I guess they fit pretty nicely because they're yeah, short makes, comics, yeah, exactly, right? Exactly. Yeah. And uh, and finally they did. Uh, I had uh, nagged them enough. <laughs> <laughs> couple of years actually just like showing all my new stuff and mm-hmm. I guess they were because I could have been they never met me right right so I could just be some crazy person on the other side of the planet <laughs> so I totally get it I just showed him for years that I was producing stuff I was getting mm-hmm. stuff out and serious about my my shit mm-hmm. and uh, and finally they decided that that they wanted to do a compilation of dark of uh, love hurts yep and also that the next book that I was gonna make I was going to make for them. Okay. And yep. that's Astrid. Exactly. That's coming out. Yeah, tell us a bit about that one. So that's the first book that I'm making for Love Hurt. Uh, for Dark Hurt. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> Long day. Get this guy yeah, some sugar. Is, yeah, do you have any sugar, man? Let's get out my water. Yeah. Without the cable. Yeah, nothing the happened attention. there. I, that was we have snooze. Oh, no, I, don't, I can't do that. <laughs> I can have a cigarette, though, but I guess we can't smoke in here. We have fruit, but nobody wants that at a con. No, I ate all know. of those. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
Yeah, so we decided that the next book I was going to make, I was going to make Four Dark Horse, and that mm-hmm. was Astrid. And uh, so Astrid came about, I guess... Uh, well, the idea that I, ha- I had from, from making Lovehurst, that every episode I did, I, I, I did a new challenge. I tried something new out. Yeah. So I yeah. did that a lot with, the, with, with all the Lovehurst episodes. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it was time to make my first graphic novel, which was Alena, yep. which I guess we should mention. Yeah, absolutely. And so that was a new challenge to make a graphic novel, a, a long story, mm-hmm. 100 pages long, as long as a full-length movie, mm-hmm. which they also made a movie of it. That Were you was, a part of that at all? Uh, sure, right. Yeah, 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 I was a big part of it. Yeah. making the movie. Or, or I got to be. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. movie makers. Because mm-hmm. you hear about all these authors. They sell yeah. their rights, and then 10 years later, they have to buy a movie ticket. Yeah. But I get to be a part of making the movie, making the, the script, and the casting, and the everything. Awesome. Up, all up until they started shooting, mm-hmm. I kind of stepped back because I wanted to give the director, Daniel Degado, his uh, space. Yep. They did a brilliant job. I'm really happy about the movie. Cool. So after uh, Alena, uh, my next challenge is Astrid. Mm-hmm. And uh, so first a bunch of short stories, then uh, a graphic novel, and now finally I'm going to make my, or I made my for my uh, comic book character. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. So comic book character that I can make a bunch of books with, cool. right? Cool. Like my lucky Luke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, uh, my Asterix, not my Tintin. But <laughs> <laughs> so, and the first one is done, and it came. Actually, it's not out yet, but we're already selling it at the Comic Con, so it's kind of <laughs> pre-released yeah. here at the Comic Con. It's coming out next week in Sweden, mm-hmm. and then the 30th of December uh, in America. Nice. So I made it for Dark Horse, but I got, I got to keep the rights for Sweden, and nice. I got. The the yeah they gave me the opportunity to to publish it in Sweden first. So we made a Kickstarter of mm-hmm. it in Sweden. Actually got in a bunch of orders to the Kickstarters. We got to make a really fancy edition hardcover and and everything. So cool. yeah yeah it's just out uh, now. So I'm really fantastic. happy about it. And hopefully it's just the first one of many. Yeah, excellent. Really do, cool. Do you uh, get a chance with everything you're doing? Do you get to read any? Uh, Thing these days, anything you're enjoying that you have picked up lately, or uh... yeah, unfortunately not that much. I, mm-hmm. I wish I could read more, and I think it's very important. A few years ago, I was because <clears throat> I've had some success now. I'm very happy, yep. and I, don't, yep. I hope I don't feel like, uh, it doesn't sound like I'm bragging too no, much. No, no, but I'm very proud of the things that I the, that's happened a few yep. the last few years. But before that, nothing happened. And everyone is telling me, well, when it happens, everything will happen at once. Right. That's pretty much what happened. <laughs> but before that, I was in a pretty dark place. And uh, I, I felt like I had become very good at doing something that no one cared about. Because right. comics in Sweden isn't a big deal. No. I didn't really get any books published abroad. And nothing was happening. Mm-hmm. So I started hating comics. And that, that's not a good place to be. Because no. I had become really good at some making something that I started to hate. Yeah. And one of my colleagues, uh, Johan Van Lu. You know Johan Van Lu? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah from Gothenburg. It's really fun. Yeah. So he told me he reads 100 pages comics a day. And wow. that's how he keeps loving comics. Whew. 
And that's such a so I started doing that, and that was such a great idea. Yeah. That and therapy helped me through mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love therapy; it's the best. I got a huge. It's kind of like our show, you know. It's yeah, right. Therapeutic. You know? Yeah, it's the best. I got a huge grant from the like from the government, mm-hmm. and half of the money went to straight to therapy. It's my best investment ever. Excellent. But then uh, suddenly, uh, so what was the question? Uh, have you been reading anything? Yeah, there? right. Yeah, yeah. So it is really important for, I feel, like, as a comics creator, to read comics, not, not just to keep updated, but actually to remind yourself why you got into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I should do it more. I, I'm trying. I, I'm just right now. I'm reading Akira, yep, yep. which is classic, and I actually yep. haven't read it before, so mm-hmm. I feel kind of silly, but. Ah. <laughs> but I, I'm I'm gonna I'm reading that and that's a great and then uh, new comics I guess Saga everyone loves yeah, Saga of course yeah yeah. I, yeah I love it too I mm-hmm. think it's the best comic best new comic uh, in the last ten years or Absolutely. something it's it's yeah. fantastic it yeah. really is but so um, so that's what I guess what's what do you think of these um, since your your films come out what do you think of the current kind of Films, TV shows, all the stuff that's sort of coming at us now. Is there any- yeah, all, the yeah. whole DC Marvel yeah. uh, cinematic universe exactly. stuff. Yeah, no, just like recently, I, I, it just got too much for me. Yeah. I, I was super excited for mm-hmm. years. I think the first like X Men movies were fun. Yeah. The the third one was super crap. But <laughs> yeah. but but it went up and down, and I. <laughs> When the Iron Man came out, that was pretty cool. But mm. I actually rewatched the, uh, the Iron Man, and it yep. did absolutely not hold up. Okay. They were really ugh. the the comedy was terrible. They would have yeah. been nothing without that actor. He's fantastic. Yeah, his Robert name? Downey Jr. Yeah, he's yeah. a genius, right? He is, yeah. And this character is a complete fucking asshole. Yep. And without that genius of an actor, you would have nothing. Yep. And the director, I don't like him, Pavrov. But. <laughs> <laughs> We have another Kim the Angry Swede here now. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is right? working. I like it. So. No, I'm I'm really sick of the whole rebooting, and mm. I'm watching the, the. Have you seen the latest uh, season of South Park? No, I haven't. No. Actually, they're really, yeah. they're really, uh, they really like touched a nerve of what some, something that I was like feeling, but I, I hadn't uh, um, uh, realized myself. Is that? Yeah, you should see the latest season. It's really good. Okay. Yeah. But. They're like, uh, they're starting to hate on reboots. Right. Uh, people mm. can do that. But yep. They're also starting to hate on the whole nostalgia thing. Mm. The whole, like, J.J. Abrams might not be a good person, right? <laughs> yeah. This might not be good for us. Mm. And the reason that... You're from America, right? Canada. Oh, okay, Canada. Yeah, so exactly. you don't have to, to vote for Trump. Exactly. So Although re- apparently millions may move to Canada on Tuesday, depending on the results. Oh, my so God. we're preparing. Oh, God. <laughs> we're going to stand at the border with our hockey sticks. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So the whole reason that Trump is uh, so successful might be this like nostalgia uh, trend that everything was so good in the 80s. Uh, yeah. It it wasn't very good in no. the eighties. Reagan wasn't that good. <laughs> no, Come no. on, you have to look exactly. back to these things. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of putting Thatcher. things together. Yeah, yeah, right, Thatcher, God. right? Uh. God damn. <laughs> yep. Who no, are these a, people you're talking about? Nah. <laughs> Read a history book. <laughs> Come on, man. God damn. Listen to a punk rock song or something. Yeah, right? 
So this whole nostalgia thing and the whole reboot thing is, is starting to have a really bad taste for me. Mm. And um, and it's getting really complicated as well. I watched the I watched most of them, of course, because yeah, yeah, they're yeah, fun yeah. for some bit. But yeah, what was the last one? Like Civil War, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my god! If you would just take a breath, there wouldn't be a plot in this movie. Exactly. <laughs> right? Somebody just said, hey, wait a second. Why yeah, don't I like do a, this? Two minutes. I'm just movie. gonna have a sip of water. Oh my god! We don't have to fight. <laughs> Or like the Superman versus Batman. Oh, How ouch. can you hang a whole movie oh. on on their mother having the same name? Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. That's terrible, terrible writing. <laughs> That's, oh, but it's like they just try to push movies out. They don't give a shit about the, yeah, the plot right. or anything. They yeah. just want to make some uh, quick bucks off it. Give me that money. I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll write a better, better script. Stuff out. <laughs> yeah. I will yeah. say I, I like the Netflix stuff a bit better. They seem yeah, to do? flesh out the okay, cool. characters a little bit. I think that's a better way to go with these stories. You know, get 12 right? one-hour episodes instead of this 90-minute, let's get Michael Bay and blow yeah, some yeah, stuff right. up. <laughs> yeah, and everything spins and explodes and you, your head hurts. Uh, <laughs> no, it's... Uh, no. Yeah, I, I, I've never... I haven't got into the, to the Netflix shows, but uh, mm. my dad did. Yeah. But he, he, he didn't really know the difference between DC and Marvel, so I had to sit him down and explain. <laughs> <laughs> Flash and Daredevil, they weren't in the same universe. No. But you're <laughs> but so right about the complication now, because a, a mm. lot of people come into the shop and, 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 you know, they're just like, where do I start with? Mm. And you're like, well, in 2012, they had the... You know, new universe. Then they had the reboot, and and it just gets so complicated. No, just read Marvel Saga. That's all (laughs) you have to read, or just the Wikipedia page. (laughs) You're done. Stick with Dark Horse. They do a lot more. You know, straight books yeah, and, uh, and great. great books, you know. Read so. my comics, buy my comics, first there, of all. There you go. <laughs> See, exactly. Nah, I guess there's some, like, old adventures still that I really enjoy. Like, uh, I just bought all my comic books were stolen, all my old collections. But yeah. I don't I don't care, whatever. I, I just had to carry them from apartment to apartment. I didn't have any fancy stuff like you guys do. I had right. some, some years of Swedish Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But there was one story that I bought again, uh, Craven's Last Hunt. Yeah. That yeah. was that was something, man. Yeah. That was that was that was really homoerotic and really <laughs> cool. You know, it being was. 13 and 30 years old and reading that and that yeah, that would that made an impact. So mm-hmm. so to, I'm not like talking smack about these no, no, no. these uh, superhero comics mm-hmm. they can be fantastic yeah the source material is great it's right? just what they're doing with some of it oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that kind of leads well into the next uh, question we have some f- more fun ones now alright <laughs> so if you could hang out with a, a comic book character or a team or whatever mm. for a day who would it be and where would you be and what would you do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be um Gen 13. Yeah, right. <laughs> I kind of grew out of that. I don't really like that style anymore. No, I think it would be Maggie and Hopi and in, in, uh, in Love and Rockets. Yeah, that's a, that's a uh, good And we choice. would hang out in Hoppers. <laughs> um, uh, that's the Ch- Chicano suburb where they live. Mm-hmm. You okay. haven't read this. No, I haven't. No, so, come on. Yeah. So uh, me we- and Maggie and Hopi would hang out. Maybe Penny Century would swing by. <laughs> We would go to uh, Speedy Ortiz's grave and pour some malt liquor on it. That's what we do. 
Oh, that's right great. <laughs> and then Max wrote this question. All right. Uh, which comic book character would you like to see naked? You know what? I, def- I know this. <laughs> I know this. No, I, I definitely know because I've thought about it, of course. No, I met Stan Sakai. You know Stan Sakai. No. Come on. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. Yusagi Yojimbo. Yeah. The samurai the rabbit. The samurai rabbit guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, the samurai. He knows He's a diver. He spends most of his time underwater welding oh, bridges yeah, yeah, yeah. to Denmark yeah. or something. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah dude. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. My, one of my old friends does that as well. Yeah. Oh, cool. Do you do the nine trucks thing? Yeah, yeah. We yeah, do did you go like 60, 60 meters down and stuff? Uh, my limit is 50. Oh, that's <laughs> sick. I've been 30. That's my <laughs> the only advanced scuba, you know. Yeah, okay. But that was fun. So, uh, is, is that what we're going to talk about? <laughs> Please, let's talk more about me no, and my yeah, work. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I met Stan Sakai mm-hmm. in uh, Angoulême. Have you been to Angoulême? No. It, it's the, big, uh, the biggest uh, comics uh, festival in, in France and maybe in Europe. Oh, it's yeah, now it's I wonderful. Know what you mean. Yeah. It's absolutely yeah. gorgeous and wonderful. The whole town is a comics festival. Oh, they love cool. comics they, in France has a, oh, in yeah. a different way. Yeah. So, and the best, one of the. the best thing is to meet American artists in mm-hmm. Angoulême because they have to draw you any picture you ask them and they can't <laughs> charge you because that's the French way cool. okay in America they would charge you oh. through your nose right yeah, yeah absolutely so I met Jim Lee and he drew me I have one Wolverine and one Roxy from Jim Lee yeah but, oh, man. but I also met Stan Sakai he was sitting at a, bu- uh, a table signing but he was actually signing his books I, so I actually bought it it was just mm-hmm. only five, four euros like yeah, a, yeah. a cheap uh, Yusaki book I was yeah. like sure I'll have it because I love your shit and yeah. I, I love your drawing um, but I actually asked him, could you could you draw something naughty? Could you draw something <laughs> nasty, like sexually naughty with the Yusagi? And he got really offended. No. Oh, no. It was terrible. He's awkward. Like, no. I was like, oh, no. Yeah, awkward, right? <laughs> so I was like, oh, no, I'm, oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. You're, you're such a cool dude, right? So I'm really sorry. Just draw anything you'd like, anything you'd like. So he started drawing the same thing that he did for everyone. It was really cool. Yeah. But after a, after a few seconds, he kind of calmed down, and he was like, "You know what? I've been drawing this comic for well, this was a few years though. I guess he he'd been drawing for like 30 years or something. Mm-hmm. I've never drawn Yusagi naked. I don't even know if he has a tail." <laughs> Isn't that an anecdote that to an end anecdote. on? <laughs> that is perfect. I think uh, that was my last question anyway. All right, cool. So thank you very much. This Cheers. was excellent. Yeah, thank you. So enjoy the rest of the con. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. All right, we're here at the Stockholm Comic Con with uh, Keith Foster, House of Heroes. Welcome. Thank you. Great to be here. Thanks a lot. Nice to have you here. Yeah. yeah. We, um, for those of you, for those who don't know, what is your backstory, Keith? Your origin? My origin? Yes. What I was bitten by. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I was, I'm from England. Uh, yeah. I was born a long, long time ago. I was born just about the time Stan Lee started writing uh, comics with Marvel. Good time to be born. It was. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then I came to Sweden in the late 80s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, with a background in journalism, I started working in Swedish radio and then uh, TV and uh, started making TV series. And um, yeah, that's that's my background. Yeah, well, I, and I have to say personally, uh, 
it was quite important for me when I arrived here about 16 years ago, and I only had about two television stations, maybe three at the place I was renting, and your shows were the ones where I was like, yes, I can actually understand what they're talking about, you know, until I finally learned Swedish, which I'm still not that great at. But what, what was that show? Well, you had two. You had uh, Big Words and Living Room, uh, right? Living Room was a chat show. Sort of like Scarveland does, but before Scarveland. Yeah, of course, the original. <laughs> and, uh, he took the idea. He did, he stole it from a Norwegian. <laughs> uh, then there's um, a, then Big Words was a, a, a quiz show for Swedish celebrities who had uh, to show their knowledge of English language. So we play with okay. English, English a lot, like tongue twisters and mm. anagrams and all kinds of things like that. Uh, in more recent years, I, I did a series called, series called Family Foster, where I tried to work out the origins of English and how come it had become the world language. Okay. Uh, went around the world doing that. And uh, then Conspiracy, which is actually more uh, this kind of a uh, clientele, maybe, uh, where we looked at uh, three different um, major conspiracy theories and tried okay. to see if there was any truth in them. Cool. Yeah. Because so many on the net, there's so many of these conspiracy um, so-called videos, mm. interviews, mm -hmm. and they all spin the same stuff, and they're all very, very uh, positive. Mm. There's very rarely you get a, a conspiracy theorist will get a difficult question. And then on the mainstream media, it's the other way around, but conspiracies are just nonsense, and so everybody who believes them is an idiot. Right. <laughs> uh, and so we thought that, come on, lots of uh, kids get this stuff on the net, and they, they get one side of the story there, one side of the story there, but never the twain shall meet. So the idea with that series was to yeah, give, give these uh, conspiracy theories a, a chance to say what they believe, like people like David Icke, for example, mm -hmm. and, um, and then also ask them difficult questions and, and put the evidence to them. So there'd be a, for once, both sides of the question would have a, a platform. Okay. Yeah, nice. Interesting. A difficult, way, a difficult job to do, but yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, you enjoyed that. I can what, imagine. Anything on the horizon now? Did I see you were in some uh, live uh, theatre recently? Yeah, I've been doing um, some live theatre the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. um, recently, been playing Macbeth ah. in uh, Gamla Stan in Stockholm. That was oh. great fun. Ah, cool, cool. So hopefully we've got more on the way. I'd very much like to do um, a horror okay, play okay. on stage. You should well, meet up with our other guest, Kim W. He writes romantic horrors. Uh -huh. I don't know how that works, but it sounds interesting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But what started your interest in, you know, the comic book world? How did that get going and when and what did you get into first? And I, I grew up, of course, in Britain and in the 60s and 70s, mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't always easy to get hold of American comics. Right. And what they did was um, British publishers would, would um, print and publish versions of, of the Marvel stories right, mainly. Right. So that come out every week. Because in Britain, the comics came out every week, not every month. Okay. Okay. And so that that cut out like uh, four pages from a Spider-Man and four pages from an Avengers and, and put them oh. together, and then they they sort of eat them out like that. Mm -hmm. uh, usually in black and white, if I remember rightly. Mm. So I I grew up reading superhero comics. Okay. I think that was a big reason for me actually developing my love of language and love of reading, uh, and that you know got me into books, but I didn't stop reading comics because I started reading books. Right, right. What did your parents say about you reading comics? Did they, did they oh, approve or...? I don't know. They never, they never said very much. <laughs> uh, if, they read, if I read... There were other things that they didn't like me reading, but uh, we won't talk, go into that. Um, but, no. The comics, they, they accepted it, I think. Okay. It was all part of the, the media landscape. I used to watch a lot of TV and... They're quite liberal. 
Yeah, I guess either liberal or uninterested. <laughs> yeah, okay. One or the other, <laughs> or both. Do you have any uh, particular favorites that, uh, or maybe ones that were favorite then and different ones now, or ones that have stuck all the way through? When I was a little boy, I think Spider-Man was was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved Doctor Strange. Okay, surprisingly enough, yeah. as a kid. Yeah. And so I went to see the movie last week. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, me too. I haven't uh, seen it yet. Uh, I think they did a very good job with the, with the visuals, although you can't really match the original visuals that, oh, yeah. that Steve Ditko created there. But uh, they, they did a good job, and Cumberbatch did a very good job in the, in the lead role. Mm. Definitely. Um, what happened was then I, I, I sort of, around mid-teens, I gave up with comics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly uh, I picked up... Um, uh, the new, all new, all different X-Men, right, right, uh, by Claire, Chris Claremont and Dave Cockrum. Mm-hmm. Was it first? Mm-hmm. Yep. And that was wow because I'd never seen such dynamic uh, art and coloring. And uh, then he went on to um, Austin. No, John Byrne after that. Yeah, John Byrne, who mm-hmm. was yep. even yep. better as an artist. Yep. And uh, so I was carried away by that, and I loved it. So I, I got back into. Uh, the X-Men drew me back into comics. Nice. And you have quite a collection, if we understand correctly. Yeah, I do. I, I, sadly, when I moved to Sweden, I had to leave behind uh, tons of uh, comic books and mm-hmm. records and things like that. But, um, uh, so, yeah, I've got a few. I've mm-hmm. got a few, put it like that. And I'm, my partner doesn't like me having them. Too uh, many filling white up boxes. The, the, uh, the house and the storage, but they <laughs> should have to sort of put up with it. That's a familiar story, I think. Yeah, I think we've heard board. that one before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. What are all those boxes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, um, do you have any particular one that is still like, like a pride and joy or one that you, or maybe you had one that you don't have anymore that you searched out and finally got a copy of? Oh, I, there's, I think X-Men 122 mm-hmm. is the difficult one to get hold okay. of. Okay. It was when uh, another group called Alpha Flight yes. were involved. Yes, right. And right. one of those, there was distribution problems and it was all, yeah, you can't get that one. Right, basically. right. You couldn't. Uh, but no, my, my favourites were, I mean, my favourite character in comics is, uh, is a character called Cyclops. Yeah, cool, cool. And mm. that's probably mainly because when I was a kid I had glasses quite early on. <laughs> okay. And so this idea of having glasses you could sort of lift up and shoot people. Fire lasers, your eyes, yeah. That, you know, that, that really, as appealed. a kid, that, was, that appealed to me greatly. I never managed to do it. Sadly, but uh, <laughs> maybe you just didn't try hard enough. I didn't try hard enough. Do you know what? I, I lacked that 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 connection to a, to a, to another dimension. Yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's think. that's the big. Th- yeah, that's, I've always been. A lot sad of about people that. have that problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. they can't access it. How can we do it? But you mentioned the Doctor Strange movie, and in general, what do you think of all this uh, comic renaissance or golden age? People, the films, the Netflix, the TV shows. The... I think there's two sides to it, Bryson. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that the it's great in one way. Yeah. I mean, when I was young, uh, although it goes all such, uh, if when I was young, um, you couldn't sit on a bus and read a comic. Yeah. You couldn't do that. Certainly not as an adult. Yeah. You'd yep. get, um, you know, you'd be, it'd be sort of people who think you were a witch or something yeah. and try yeah. and burn you. Uh, now, of course, you can do that. And, and just looking around this hall here, you can see what a fantastic mixture of people love this oh, kind of stuff. Yeah. And that's really great. Um, on the other hand, you've lost a lot of the, uh, a little bit of what made comics special, and I, th- I guess us, you're nodding away there. Yeah, you know, I, in I the know old what you days mean. when yeah, comics ex- were on paper. Yeah, exactly. oh, that was lovely. That 
That was that was real lovely <laughs> comics in the old days. And now it's I, I, what I don't like. It maybe is there's so much around it. Merchandise, PR. Mm. Um, uh, that that. Maybe it, it's more about the money now than, uh, yeah, than the actual art. Also, that it's so mainstream in one way, and, and it, who wants to be mainstream? Yeah, yeah. you know, you like to yeah. be able to you like to hold something Good in point. your hand which you know nobody else is reading. Yeah, um, you know, if you like a, a rock band or, a, or, or a, a, an author or something, you like to be a little bit special. And, and mm. seeing how many other people into this and, and how much uh, how big the industry has become, mm. there's that. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, I agree. It's a little bit like we've been discussing many times, and it happens at conventions, that often a lot of the people you know, who've gone to the effort of dressing up and everything, which is fantastic, they haven't actually read many of the source material, no. or maybe not even seen the movie. Of, <laughs> they just like the look of the care, which is okay in, like, say, one sense, but in another sense it feels a little bit like... Uh, Are we talking about Harlequins here yeah, now? Yeah, that's the, usually the case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I spotted 39 yesterday. So. Yeah. Rice is keeping not that count. I was counting. So. Yeah, but that kind of leads to our next question. If you could spend a day with any comic book character or team or whatever, who would it be? Where would it be? And what would you do? Would it be in our universe, their universe? Oh, not in our universe. No, Good God, no. Boring. Uh, if you're going to escape, you've got to escape somewhere, somewhere mm-hmm. else. Yeah. You can't escape and then stay where you are. That's ter- ter- terrible. Um, uh, well, as I say, the X Men were always my 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 big faves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, as a kid but um, there are so many other uh, comics that I've liked more and more as I've, as I've uh, grown up um, I, one world I love is, is Ed Brubaker's world oh yeah I love his yeah, work and I think yeah, it's yeah. Um, his way of mixing the super heroic or the, mm-hmm. the super powered with mm-hmm. ordinary life and uh, the sort of contempt that many of his characters have for these guys flying around in capes yeah that, that I think is uh, that that suits me down to the ground. It's mm. a good one. Um, and otherwise, well, in, in later years, of course, I picked up things like the Preacher. Yep. Um, Grant Morrison's work, The Invisibles, was a seminal piece. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but, oh, now I'm reaching a bit. Oh, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I do yep. love a world that is quite still mm. a little bit um, uh, out of outside the mainstream in comics yep. is. Um, Alan Moore's um, top ten books. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the, the, these everybody basically has a superpower in this city. Yeah. And 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 we follow these cops, and it's like an ordinary Hill Street Blues cop show. It's, yeah, um, it's fantastic. But with superpowers, and that, that is so funny a lot of yeah. it, and and yet poignant. In, in, That's in a good one. Place. That's a good one. So I, I recommend that to anybody. Yeah. Must the, check that out. I really like him, but I haven't uh, haven't read that. Yeah, one you'd yet. enjoy top ten. It's yeah. really well done. Mm. Very clever. Yes. The um, Max makes us ask this question, unfortunately. Oh, really? Uh, and, and we've had some interesting answers. Uh, we, we've, it, the question is, which comic book character would you like to see naked? Now, we've had, <laughs> we've had Mary Jane, and, and we've had... Uh, Dr. Manhattan, we had. Dr. That was, Manhattan, and, and Darth weird. Vader was one. Many were yeah, curious yeah. what would be you know, under the uh, machinery, I guess. <laughs> I think uh, Crypto, the, uh, the super dog. <laughs> I'd like to see him without his cape <laughs> and collar, just once. Now, you've only been here a little bit, but what's your sort of first... Have you been to any other cons, by the way? Any other yeah, not for a while. I, I, they, they, they were a little bit smaller than this mm-hmm. a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was an, another uh, conference center in Solentuna, not far off from here. Yeah. Uh, that was a little bit low budget, as I remember. I, I'm knocked out by this. I I've, I've never didn't realize it would be as big. 
and so many different things. Yeah, and the army are here, which is a bit scary. Yeah, I know. Mm. I was thinking of signing up, but these guys wouldn't let me. No, don't. <laughs> it's my advice. Then you, have, then you have to dress up in stuff, and you, uh, you're not allowed gosh. to take it off. Can't just wear. You have to leave the couch. Yeah. Oh, go out for change. <laughs> and they probably don't let you read comics. No, actually, on you the can thing. actually you, these days you can actually you know fly a drone or something. Yeah, of course, of course. Couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to do anything. Any real army. <laughs> no, exactly. Well. That's uh, all our questions for today, Keith. And before you go, you're going to take a look at our wall of good stuff. Oh, we've got all these and, some and fantastic yeah, covers there. And, and, and I, I recognize so many of them. And uh, if there's one that you're into, we've given each guest something. So take a little look there. Oh, and, wow. uh, and thank you so much for coming in. Well, yeah, thank you very much. Great pleasure. Great. Thanks. Nice to meet you guys. Great.